Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 10 of Gaming with Grief. Uh, I'm calling this one a normal week because uh, it was actually a pretty good week. I worked a lot. Uh, oh, uh, the, again, i got to get in the habit of doing this. I'm going to start every episode the same way. I keep screwing this up. So uh, I am not a licensed bonded therapist. Uh, I'm going to therapy. My wife and I are going to therapy. Uh, we recently experienced a lot of grief. Uh, she had three miscarriages. Um, I, uh, both my parents died within a year, a year and a half of each other, about 16 months of each other, 16, 18 months of each other. So yeah, there's been a lot of grief in the past few years. It started in 2016, in May of 2016. And the last big item of grief was actually this year, a friend of ours passed away. So hopefully next year, no one I care about will pass away. Uh... Again, not a licensed bonded therapist. I'm just sharing my experience to hopefully help people out there. Um, also, I deal, since it's called Gaming with Grief, if you told from the title, it's basically me dealing with games like board games, card games, video games, uh, any kind of games to really deal with grief. Um, I don't think that uh, it's the idea of hiding from the grief. Uh, you know, I try to recognize what it is when it happens because for me i've talked about in other episodes it comes in waves but gaming really helps it helps me to kind of refocused or at least take some kind of like mental break from you know grief uh and again since it comes in waves sometimes some days are harder than others um mid-july was my uh, july 11th was the anniversary of my mom passing which was really rough um, but my wife is really amazing. Uh, my friends are really great. They asked how I was doing. Um, I got to play some games, kind of uh, think about her a little bit. Uh, I talked about the other episode when she was sick before she passed away. I played a lot of Breath of the Wild. Um, I am trying to do that uh, by the end of the year, at least beat it by winter or whatever, so that way I can kind of finish that story. So whew, what's been, I call this one a normal week because it's actually been... Like I said, a good week. Uh, no catastrophes, really. Work has been very busy. I work in construction. If anybody out there works in construction, you know that summers are usually the busy season, depending on you know what you're doing and things like that, depending on what trade you're in in construction. I, we do cabinets. Uh, I do cabinets. I do repairs. So um, it's really busy in summer, you know, because I mostly cover schools. So as you know... That's a time when you get to go in and do things, and obviously kids come in in the fall, so they don't want people like me around the building in the fall, or I have to work nights. So um, it's been really busy lately, um, but we had a good day today. It's Sunday. I'm recording this. This will hit Monday on www.gamingwithgrief.com. It'll hit Monday at 7 a.m. If you want to write to me, uh, I, it's just my name's Joe. Uh, the I got an email address. It's gwg. J-A-C at GamingWithGrief.com. The website is www.GamingWithGrief.com. It's SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud. The podcast goes to SoundCloud, but it's actually a Squarespace website. So it's really easy to navigate. I've enabled comments. If you want to leave a comment below, do that. Um, and then, you know, if you want to write me an email again, the email address is GWGJAC at Outlook.com. Um, I don't think Outlook is that... Uh, con- controversial, I guess, is the name. I know everybody has a Gmail account, but, uh, you know, 
I don't. So what it is, I just read a few things about Gmail. I'm sure MSN is equally as bad with security and privacy, um, but I've heard some things about um, Gmail being maybe not so private, you know. Um, so I don't know. For some reason, it just affected me, and I made an Outlook account. Uh, call me a snowflake or whatever. But uh, anyway, it was a good week. Um, work was busy, but the rest of the week was good. Spent time with my wife. We have two dogs and a cat. That was fun. <laughs> um, I, don't know, I, was just, I was just in a better mood this week. I got to play some games. Uh, last week, I talked about a little bit. We did the uh, Dragon Age pen and paper, which is really fun. I'm running a campaign. Really small group. Really good time. I think I'm having a better time because it's a small group. Because if anybody knows out there that's played big pen and paper campaigns like D&D or Rifts or... You know anything, uh, riff anything, any system. The bigger the group, uh, in my opinion, no matter no matter your intentions, it gets uh, really, really, really frustrating sometimes because you're trying to tell a story, you're trying to keep things on track, and uh, people catch up. It naturally happens. Um, everybody seems to really be enjoying the story, um, but we don't. Uh, you know, and we have diversions and things like that. You always talk about funny things that happened or whatever in life, or you take breaks, you know, to eat pizza or something. But um, everybody's having a good time. And uh, last Friday, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out for the Switch. I'm a big Ultimate Alliance fan. I played the first two games. Uh, well, not Ultimate Alliance, but there was like the predecessors, the uh, uh, X Men Legends. Uh, and I played that. It was X Men Legends. I think X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse. I do not remember when they came out. I probably should have done very good research and looked those up before I started, but I did not. So I played those two. They were very good. I remember being Wolverine and surviving the first one. Uh, I don't remember how the second one ended. Hmm. It was a long time ago. And uh, I played the original Ultimate Alliance. It came out on the Wii, so it was that long ago. And I think the 360 and the PS2, maybe, and it was fun. The Wii was not fun because they tried to shoehorn motion controls in uh, to a game that I don't think, for some reason, my controller wasn't registering the controls when you're trying to thrust the Wii remote forward, which seems really weird. So we played the first one uh, just on 360. I got a copy for 360. My wife and I played it. We really enjoyed it. The third one for the Switch is really great. It's kind of bringing back all those old memories and trying to build a good team. There's a lot of uh, you know upgrading to do with your abilities and stuff like that, and it's kind of scratching that itch. It's just a really fun game, you know. It's it's to me there is a lot of system in place and a lot of upgrades, and you can uh, equip these gems, these ISO eight gems, um, and the enhance tree is amazing. It's like a hexagon grid, and there's all these little grids inside the grid it's hard to explain it looks like an atom or something and you kind of zoom in and upgrade what you want to upgrade and um you know uh it's good and there's a lot of stuff there um but still finding like the best squad and the you know the best combination um stuff like that so uh it's really fun it's really helped me kind of mellow out you know when you you just want to come home and just relax this is like the perfect game you just beat up a bunch of mindless cartoon villains uh, the story is you're trying to kill Thanos, so that'll be fun. I haven't done that yet. I'm near the end of the game, but I haven't beat Thanos yet. So that'll be fun. There's still a few characters I haven't unlocked, so we get to see who those are. Uh, I think Marvel was at SD San Diego Comic-Con, and they announced their plans for DLC. And they've already announced uh, the first pack of DLC characters, which is Marvel Knights, which is uh, Punisher, Moon Knight, 
uh, Morbius, and uh, oh, Blade is the other one. So that'll be really interesting. And the other two, they haven't announced yet, but those are coming out hopefully soon. And they said at the end of August, they're adding Colossus and Cyclops as free DLC to everybody. So that'll be really cool. Um, and uh, I just got back from playing Magic the Gathering, uh, the actual card game I set in front of a real human, which was my uh, sister-in-law's husband, um, and I beat him. We had three games, not that I'm counting, but I beat him two games. He won one. I'm a terrible Magic player. I can't believe that happened. That was amazing, uh, and uh, I kind of made the joke that now the student has become the master, um, and we were both playing blue decks, which we all know is uh, really frustrating sometimes because there's counter spells and things. You can counter someone's spells, counter their creatures coming out, and if you have enough mana, which luckily we both had quite a bit of mana on the board, it goes back and forth between who's countering what. I counter this, I counter that. I haven't looked at the official magic rules, but there's got to be a stop to that. There's got to be like, hey, you can only cast this many counter spells, you can only cast this many disperses, you can only cast this many councils. Uh, cancels. You, there's got to be a way because it, it it gets insane with blue decks. People just keep canceling each other's stuff out, and so you know, imagine you just going insane. Just remote. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. And uh, it's gotten to the point now when I play my, uh, you know, my sister-in-law's husband. I asked, you know, you put the card down. You say, are you gonna do anything? Because I'm putting this card down. Because you know something's coming. You know they're going to. Uh, they're going to put something down. They're going to do something, you know, so uh, that actually is really fun, you know, and the fact that I think with me in strategy games, I'm not great at strategy games. I am. I've always stuck to one. The thing about strategy games is anybody who's hey, even chess, any strategy game, you have to be three steps ahead. That's the big joke. You got to be three steps ahead of this person or four steps ahead. It makes sense. You have to have multiple outs. I think with magic, at least the decks I was playing, I finally figured out an out. So it was great. I figured out how to, well, if he takes this off the board, which he did, then I can do something else. And it really was down to the last few cards because he, since we both had blue decks, he had a deck that would basically make me discard cards. He was he had a mill deck. If anybody plays Magic, you know what that is. And I basically had an anti-mill mill deck, which is weird. So we were basically just trying to duel each other by getting us to discard our cards. So, again, if you discard all your cards and you can't draw, you lose... I learned that the hard way because the first time he played the deck on me, I was new. I didn't understand what was going on. And he said, well, you have to discard cards. I said, okay, that's fine. And he said, no, no, you don't understand. If you discard all your cards and you can't draw, then you lose. Cool, cool, man, cool. So we started this massive card arms race to try to beat one another. And uh, he even said today, he goes, man, you did a good job. I think you've like out, you know, you've outmaneuvered my ability to mill you. But he'll come up with something. He always does. See, what happened is there's a card shop. Uh, I'm in the, the South Sound in the, the um, Washington State. And he works um, up north in Bellevue and Seattle and stuff like that. And there's a card shop up there you can order cards from. And I would order cards from this shop. Uh, shout out to Mox. Uh, and I would order cards. You can go online. I usually don't pay over a buck. I think I pay like two bucks for a card. Mostly they're a quarter. So I'd spend like six bucks at a time getting some cards, thinking, yeah, I'm going to beat him. This is going to be it. I'm going to beat him. He's not going to be able to win. He would open the decks of things that I would open, look at them, and then go back in the store and buy things to counteract what uh, I was playing. So it just became this big arms race. So once I figured out he was doing that, I decided to just order them to have to come to my house. So he did not know what I was getting and did not, um, you know, 
just make it horrible for me and win all the time. So, yeah, that was good. I won a little bit of a boost. And my wife and I went for a walk uh, today. There's some nature trails up near where we live. And on the corner of the street, uh, before we went to take the nature trail, uh, it was kind of a busy street. Um, but there's a wetland preserve near the street, which is crazy weird. I don't know how that all works. But we found money on the ground. So that's really weird. You know, you always think there's a camera up there. We looked around. There was no one around. There's no way to tell where the money came from, how long it had been laying there. So, you know, when you go for a walk, you think it's going to be a free thing. But then you make money off it. You know, you made money off the walk. So that's really fun. My wife went and got a coffee. I got a couple beers. It all worked out. And we didn't really have to pay for them. So it was good. So, um yeah, I mean, it was a good week. Like I said, work was crazy, but coming home, spend time with my wife. Um, I need to write a little bit more next week. I have some ideas. I think, you know, what I, I realize with the writing, uh, what I do sometimes is I get lost in the idea. Like, I just found one of my old notebooks with ideas in them, and it's full. It's, I mean, the pages are full. The whole notebook isn't full, but the pages where I wrote notes in are full. Each page is full of notes, of ideas. And it was so fun. I remember doing that. It's so fun to write down all those ideas. But, you know, I thought to myself, I thought, you know, you, you can either, I have written short stories and things before. And I think what I've done is I've tried to, um, you know, I've tried to just, I need to write more basically and not write the idea of what I'm writing. I think, you know, there's kind of a weird power in just, um, the idea, like writing the idea down. This is the idea I have. Isn't this a great idea? Yeah, it's a great idea. Do I really need to write a story? I guess not. I just wrote the idea down. I'm just going to write this idea down. I'm not going to write the, the the story down. Or I've done that with scripts. You write ideas for scripts down. Um, I don't really need to write the rest of the script because I wrote this massive idea down and it's amazing. So I think I think I want to stop doing that. And just maybe I think the rule is I, you know, everybody has ideas and you don't want to lose them. So I think my new rule is going to be maybe like a one sentence idea of this is the, you know, the elevator pitch of the story. One sentence. That's it. You write that down. You don't lose the idea. You get to write the story and you don't get lost in coming up with these ideas because I would do that all the time. I would, you know, I would try to, uh, you know, oh, okay. so here's the main character and here's where he's from and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying any of that is not important. It it is. It's important to know your characters and know where they're from. You know what? I'm not even going to I'm not even going to do this. I'm just going to say, listen, uh, a lot of people online give you hot takes on how to write characters. I mean, I I've been published once. It was a poem in college, so I'm not an expert, but I will say that uh, I just need to make it simple for myself. You know the old adage, keep it simple, stupid? That's a very good adage. I need to keep it simple and not get blown away by the ideas that I'm about to impress upon you because I wrote stuff in the past and it was so filled with ideas. I would explain to people, here's what the story's about and here's what the character's about. And it gets so convoluted. You know, people, you know, it's like, it's like when people describe a movie to you. You want them to just give you the quick pitch. You want them to say, oh man, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was a great movie. It's four crazy people on an adventure in space, you know, and they're, it's funny and lighthearted and all this stuff. And you want, that's what you want to hear, you know? You're like, oh, that sounds really great, you know? Oh yeah, these people are in it. You don't want people to, because I've literally 
had people on stairwells being like, okay, and then in the first act, this happens, and in the second act, this happens, and, you know, they, their eyes glaze over, and then, and then they start asking questions, like, wait, what? So, wait, the, the guy you talked about in the second act, he's in the first act, and why is he doing this and that? And it gets really confusing. There's no point in doing that. You don't need to do that. So, it's, you know, one, I need to write more, and two, I can't get lost in ideas. I just need to write that thing. Even if it doesn't work out, you have it on paper, like the actual story, you know, whether it be prose or a script or whatever. So that's kind of the goal I'm setting for myself next week is to write, write some ideas I have down, but just not lose myself in the idea of, hey, I got all these cool ideas. Somebody told me there's actually a phrase for that, which I'm going to have to look that up um, because I've heard other people. I was in a meeting with somebody years ago. I thought I was going to get a new job in development and game development, and the guy told me, he said, I get lost in my ideas. And he had a booklet of a sci-fi kind of idea he had for a game. And he was just, he said, I'm lost in this, you know, but I'm really excited about it. But there was no, it was a video game, and anybody that knows about game development knows that's tough. So there's no game, there's no art, there's no, you know, there's no, there's not even a line of code. There's not a name, there's not a title, there's no characters, it's just the world, which is great for a game, but, you know, sit there and think about it so much and just not do it, that's... That's crazy, you know, and I need to get better at doing that. So, yeah. Um, what else? What else happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, again, I've said this in a couple other podcasts, but, you know, if anybody out there is suffering from grief or um, some kind of trauma um, and you think no one cares, you know, hey, we care. People care. All right. Just go see somebody. Go to a priest if you can. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I kind of want to, I do want to sound like a broken record, you know? Like, I, I want this to mean something. If, if you need help, go get help. If you need to see your priest or pastor, go see your priest or pastor. If you need to see a therapist, go see your therapist. Just make it so you can try to get help. Um, you know, because it, again, I've said it before in other podcasts, it's okay to not be okay. But people care. There's people in your life that care about you, whoever you are out there. They care about you. We care about you. Don't, whatever you're thinking, if you have dark thoughts, don't do it. Don't, don't go take the drink. You know, you've been off drinking for a while. Don't do it. Don't do the, don't go, don't call the Coke dealer or the whoever, you know, don't call the dealer. Just, you know, I don't know, something else, man. Go, go for a drive, go for a walk, uh, have some really good food, go out for a really good, you know, just like, I don't have a lot of money, but I'm going to go treat myself to some food. Just, don't do it. If you're thinking about suicide, listen, man, it, it, it's, it's hard. I get it. I mean, I don't actually, I don't, I don't, I don't understand suicide, you know, but if you have a low feeling and you think like, I can't do this anymore, it's not worth it. It's worth it. All right. Do what you're doing. You know, write the paper, uh, ask them out, whoever they are, guy, girl, whatever, gay, straight, ask them out, do the thing. It's worth it, man. Just, and if you're having a hard time, like I said a couple episodes ago, get your clothes on in the morning. It sounds dumb, but it worked for me. You have a rough day. You get dressed. You're ready for the day. Brush your teeth. It's that simple, man. Just do something really simple. Brush your teeth. Get it going. Just even go for a walk. Just walk down the block. Go, hey, I did something today. Mail a letter. That was a Daniel Tosh joke. He said, hey, I mailed a letter and did a load of laundry today. It's looking up. You know, I'm probably screwing the joke up, but yeah. I mean, it's okay, man. It's all right. Like like I said, if you need help, go get help. Uh, talk to someone. It's okay. We're here for you, man. It's okay. Don't do it. Like I said, don't get the, don't don't do the drink. 
don't call the dealer. You know, go to a meeting if you have to go to a meeting. If you got to go to an AA meeting or an AA meeting, do it. Reach out to somebody. You know, we care. So, um, yeah, have a good week. This is kind of a shorter episode, but, uh, you know, I had a good week. It's glad to be able to talk to you. I'm glad to be able to talk to you guys again. Um, I'm still working on trying to get this on iTunes. Again, I'm very slow at this, so but it will be on SoundCloud tonight. This is I'm recording this Sunday night, and it will be on www.gamingwithgrief.com, which is a Squarespace website. It'll post Monday at 7 a.m., so you can find it there, Monday at 7 a.m. I'll enable comments. Um, if you want to write to me there, you can write to me there. You can write to me the email address, which is uh, www.gwgjac at outlook.com. So you can go there um, and write to me. Wait, it's not G. It's not www. Anyway, it's gwg, so gaming with grief, jac, which is just my initials, at hotmail.com. Go there, write me an email. I'll read it on the air. If you don't want me to read it there, just say, you know, in parentheses, do not read. Um, but... You know, if you need to reach out, do it. Like, we're in this together. So you may be having a rough day right now, or you could have a good day going, hey, I had a good day. If you have a game recommendation, like, hey, play this game. It's really great. Board game, tabletop game, uh, video game, I'll give it a shot. A lot of people said um, Outer Wilds is good. It's free on Xbox Game Pass, so I'm going to have to try that out. Uh, a lot of people have said it has made them reevaluate things in their life after playing it. And there's very few games, I think, that do that. Not that I hate games or anything like that. I think that there's just a small stable of things that do that in your life. So hopefully uh, it'll it'll be a good game, and I, I'll download it and give it a shot. So uh, again, uh, reach out on the website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, or go to gwgjac at outlook.com. Write me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. And um, I'm actually going, now that this is episode 10, tomorrow I have very few Twitter followers, like 10 or 12 or something. Uh, I'm at Just Little Joe on Twitter. I'm going to put out a link, or at least write about the podcast, you know, promote it a little bit, say, hey, there's 10 episodes on SoundCloud. Here's my experience. Please go to the thing. Give me feedback, stuff like that. So please do that. Um, if you, I, I will, like I said, uh, it'll be. Monday afternoon when I get off work because I want uh, I want there to actually be 10 episodes out when I can say hey and I probably will continue to do it every few episodes hey episode whatever I'm really proud of this one please go check it out so if you want to you know if you want to see me on Twitter I'm just little Joe on Twitter um, and I have a picture of me with these crazy sunglasses that I found somewhere true story found them they look amazing it looks like I'm a cop from the 80s uh, so I have those on there um, again, www.gamingwithgrief.com or gwgjac at outlook.com. Uh, we're in this together, guys, and have a good week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.